podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everybody and welcome to Dream Team Tonic. Are you binning him or are you keeping him? tricky though. Yeah. It depends how many tins I've had. It's <laughs> 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 12.30 on a Saturday. <laughs> Welcome everybody to episode 21 of the Dream Team Tonic podcast. First time ever, we're recording on a Sunday, so this will be going out to you Monday. Uh, so good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you're listening to it. Uh, with me as usual, my two co-hosts, Ben. Are you there, Ben? All right, mate. Yeah, good, mate. Good. And James, you there, mate? I'm here. Hi, guys. Hey, mate. Happy days. Good to have you both with me again. It's been ages. I think it's been about 10 days since we, we were last chatting. Uh, a boring international break, watching crap football, watching, <laughs> watching England play San Marino. San Marino, it's painful. <laughs> um, but we're getting there now. We're nearly into the, uh, the run into the next game week. And we are going to have five new transfers, which is always good. Uh, we're getting to business end now, last couple of months. So, we're going to be spending them wisely, hopefully. Our uh, plans might help you out in your mini-leagues. Um, let's jump straight in with your team, James. Uh, let's just go through if you have any plans. Are you happy with your team? What's going on there, mate? <clears throat> I am not happy with my team. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I've been... My strikers have been letting me down. Um, I uh, So, yeah, my... I, I did I did a one week punt um, last week and I got rid of um, <clears throat> Sonny and I brought in Vardy for one week. Clearly, I should have brought in Ian Nacho instead. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, I've got one transfer left to to try and start um, tidying up this mess of a forward line. Um, clearly, Spurs are out of Europe now, so I think their assets are probably only Kane worth keeping. Yeah. Although some people might say that even that's up to, for debate. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think this week I'm going to be getting. Well, I've already I've already locked in a transfer. Hope, unless I hear anything different um, in, in terms of injuries and stuff, then um, Vardy will be being replaced by Jota. Um, yeah. And then when we when the new five transfers drop, um, I probably going to be getting rid of Gareth Bale. And bringing Salah back for Liverpool's kind fixtures, although the the first few are arguably not that easy. Um, we've got Real Madrid um, a couple of times early in uh, April, so um, be interesting to see how that goes. But that's my current thinking. Um, I do wonder if it might be worth dropping another Man City defender soon, potentially for um, another Chelsea guy, although. With Liverpool's fixtures, I've got a feeling where we could Trent Alexander Arnold might be worth re-looking at, um, given his attacking output and possible return to form in defence. But um, that's one I'm going to keep an eye on. I think. What price is Trent now? He certainly would have dropped quite a bit. Um, I will just have a quick look. Obviously, he's a. Uh... 
his the stats. He, it's like he's he's threatening to be getting them points that he was last year. Not quite getting them, but like you say, with the uh, nice run of fixtures now for Liverpool. <coughs> Pardon me. So, Could, uh, Tr- on, sorry, sorry, Tony. Then. Trent is four point four million now. Four point four. Yeah. I thought he'd been a little bit lower than that. Um, it's, it's not a bad punt, is it, on the um, on the fixtures? And we know how, how dangerous he is going forward. So it wouldn't take much to get, get going again, would it? Yeah. I mean, Robertson's um, 4.1. He's, um, he's certainly been in better form and been more consistent this year. But um, Trent would be the more explosive option, potentially. He's yeah. on um, more set pieces this year, though, isn't he, uh, Robbo? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I think Robbo's just been... Uh, he's just suffered with, obviously, the, all the injuries that Liverpool have had to the back line. I don't think his form has actually dipped that much. I think he's just no. been playing in a, a shaky back line. Yeah. Um, I think if he had the uh, solidity of last season, I think Robbo would be up there with the points. I don't think that would have been a problem. Like Trent, his form has kind of dipped. So, still decent options. Them, them games for Liverpool, obviously still being in Europe as well. The fixtures have, have swung back round from now. Um, Yotta, obviously you just touched on Yotta. Great option. Yeah. I mean, um, you do what, wonder, Tony, if, um, if Trent being dropped from the England team might be the kick up the backside that um, spurs him on for the remainder of the season. Yeah, sometimes they need that, don't they? Yeah, and that that could be the, could be the key to unlocking him for the rest of the season. What's this with um, Gareth Bale? I know there's a lot of um, a lot gone round about him slating Spurs and saying it basically he, he's he's not interested in staying. What's that? What's going to happen with that going forward? I saw the I saw the press. Well, I saw his comments and I thought, blimey, um, he he says yeah he says he's going back to to Real at the end of the season. Um, it doesn't sound like he. I, I think he wants to just keep getting this big paycheck every month. I don't think he's <laughs> that interested. What do you think, Ben? Yeah, he. It just seems like he's fell out, Mourinho, hasn't he? After that being dropped for the um, game at the weekend, the last mm. game. Spat his yeah. dummy out. <laughs> but he keep all he's interested yeah. in is going back to Real and, and remaining fit for the Euros. Is, is yeah. the impression I got. And, you know, because he, he's a he's a very proud Welshman. Um, so, yeah, it, 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 so I saw some comments on Twitter about um, Bell was using Spurs as a as a gym to keep fit for the for the Euros. <laughs> it doesn't sound good, does it? No. <laughs> like, I'd be sweating now. I know you've got him in your side and you're going to take out Vardy probably ahead a bit. I mean, you're probably going to take both of them out anyway when the, the transfers land. Yeah, he's he's going because I mean Spurs are out of Europe and um, I think um, and he's been he was dropped. Uh, I just don't trust. It's not worth it with um, with Mourinho. You don't know which Spurs are going to turn up, do you? Yeah, yeah. I think we touched it a couple of pods ago, didn't we? About Bale. I mean, he, he had a great flurry of points, but he's just never quite safe enough. And I think a hell of a lot of people went triple Spurs and. Obviously, it was only like a, a two-game week punt anyway, so it wasn't wasn't a, uh, like dangerous for anybody. But I think a hell of a lot of people did it and got nothing for it. Well, I 
I didn't quite well out of Bell, to be fair. Um, but but now I, I do. Th- I think it's time to jump back off. Do you got him early though, didn't you, James? I I did get in early. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you managed to get that get, jump on the Bell train very early. I, yeah, I, I got the big horse, <laughs> and then and then as soon as you bought him, Tony, his, his points dropped off a cliff. Well, yeah, a lot of people got the back end of it, the, the zeros, <laughs> the nil poir. the nil poirs, Yeah, they, they were flying around. <laughs> so yeah, uh, a better sub was a uh, Hinacho move in my uh, better side. I, I toyed with a Vardy Hinacho, and I just went with a form. Um, but yeah, looking looking good last year. It's a shame they shame they went out of Europe. Yeah. It really is a shame because their assets would have been pretty mega. Yeah, definitely. Go on then, Ben. Let's jump onto your side, mate. What what, what plans have you got going forward? Are you happy? Unhappy? I know you've got Bale sat up there as well. Yeah, Bale's going soon as I get the transfers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a nightmare he's been. Got it. I I went for Son before him, didn't I? Because of the mm. consistency of. Been in the lineup, and um, then Song got injured, and uh, got Bale in as well for the because there was not many options the other week. Yeah, and it, they had probably the best fixtures. Um, so Bale is gonna go probably. I've got a few options. I'm not not decided yet, but it's probably gonna be Salah or Jota or yeah. Aubameyang. Oh, yeah, Aubameyang. Yeah, well, he looks like he's back in favour now, doesn't it? Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's, he's just, I know. Behind, he's just not doing it on the eye test for me. I, I know. I, so frustrating. But look at the fixtures, mate. I know. I know. Look at the fixtures. <laughs> we what always go play play the fixtures. So after Liverpool, they play Slavia Prague, which are a decent side. They've knocked out Leicester and Rangers, haven't they, in the last two rounds? Yeah. But you'd say Arsenal should beat them. Then you've yep. got Sheffield United, Slavia Prague, Fulham, Everton, and then if they qualify, Europa League semi final. It's another two games. And then Newcastle right. after that. And then oh, it goes on. West Brom after that. Chelsea and then Palace and then Brighton to end the season. So Yeah. Yeah. You could you could you can see the attraction. Mm. You can see the attraction. Penalty, penalty King as well. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a bit weary about that though. See, I don't know. I know Salah's <coughs> dropped to about five point eight million, hasn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah, five point eight. Oh, oh, what's the got now? Uh, four point five. Yeah, quite a difference there, isn't it? I want I want your man Tony. I want Werner, <laughs> <laughs> but he's not in the lineup every week, is he? So, and no, he's not he's... not banging him in. No, he's not. He's looking better. Yeah. He's looking better. He's passing the eye test. Um, he's been a little bit unlucky. A, a good assist the other week. Mm. Um, yeah, I still continue to uh, I continue to stick with him. Well, you've got to, haven't you? Because he's, he's in your team and there's no point taking him out for West Brom. No, he, he's, it's not. I don't think it's, it's not worth it. I know the, the run up to this um, this month, obviously, they've got a, a great set of fixtures. I were never gonna. I were never gonna touch him. Mm. Wait, but what? What? What would you do? Right, it's the first game on Saturday, and Werner's not in the starting lineup again. Are you binning him? Or are you oh, keeping it's him? Tricky that. Yeah. It depends how many tins I've had. 
It's twelve thirty on a Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to about to say what time's kick off. Yeah, it's the early game, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's a tricky one. That's going to be one of them that's made ten minutes before mm. before the half in it. Surely he's uh, got to go if he's not in the side on Saturday. It's tricky, isn't it? Surely, Tony. <laughs> yeah, but then the European games after that in midweek, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So then it, it starts to then, well, you must start midweek. And all of a sudden you're double guessing then. Mm. I mean, I, I know he's been playing uh, Havertz, hasn't he, as a false nine. Yeah. And that's becoming more and more attractive as that goes on. Um, but I'd like to see Mount Havertz and Werner all in the same side. That'd be nice. Yeah. Ziyech uh, as well has been playing well. Yeah, he has. So, it, we just need Chelsea to start scoring. They're doing all right at back. Yeah. If they start scoring, um, yeah, they're becoming more attractive. He's still really cheap, isn't he, Werner? Three and a half, is he? Still? He is 3.4, yeah. If if he's in the team on Saturday, I might even put him in myself. <laughs> it, that might be the boost he needs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me Yeah, it might work that. Well, the fixtures are fantastic for Chelsea now. Yeah, definitely. You would I mean, expect him to go through against Porto, wouldn't you, in the Champions League for starts? Yeah, that's another thing to look at as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Porto in Champions League, so you're expecting another two games on top of that. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think he's still. He's still going to get minutes, even if he doesn't um, doesn't start games. Yeah, I'd like to bring him on when when you got tired legs to run him behind. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with him. Um, how was you tidying up in your side? Um, yeah, um, I did a stupid thing on uh, Sunday <laughs> because obviously I'm a Leicester fan, so I thought it's a fifty fifty. I didn't want to put in an action and jinx him. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Leicester's only beaten Man United once in 24 games. So, I thought, I'm going to put Wan-Bissaka in here. Win-win situation. Yeah. So, I got rid of Son because I ran out of options, basically. It was either a Leicester striker or a United defender. Yeah. Because I will not put Martial in. <laughs> uh, For obvious so reasons. So, I just thought, oh, I'll put... I've got United's got good fixtures the next game, Brighton. And they've got Man United's got Brighton and Granada, then Tottenham and Granada, Burnley, Leeds, mm. up to May. So I thought I'll just double up on United and see what happens. Win win situation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm gonna leave Wambasaka in this week because of the Brighton and Granada game. Yeah. But I, I want I do want Cancelo back, but they've got horrible fixtures, City now. Not horrible, but Leicester, Dortmund, Leeds, Dortmund, all attacking teams, aren't they? Yeah, Chelsea yeah, in the uh, FA Cup, then yeah. Tottenham. It's very. They should beat them all, but yeah, clean. It's not screaming clean sheets to you, is it? No, that's the only thing that puts me off Cancelo. But I, I like I like the Liverpool shout, mate, with James. Mm. But it's yeah. the same again, Real Madrid. Arsenal, it's tough. It's just screaming Chelsea, isn't it? The clean yeah. sheets defensively. I think that's, that's what it's screaming. Yeah, looking good. What about you, mate? Over to my side. Well, Leno. I mean, 
But what's he done since I put him in? Done absolutely backwards. Like I say, um, I was going to take him out and put Mendy in. Uh, but I did a silly thing. A little bit like you, Ben. <laughs> I took out De Bruyne and put um, put Foden in. Because Foden was starting. I thought they'll keep De Bruyne up bench. And then <laughs> De Bruyne comes on and scores the goal. No. Uh, typically. Um, so I've then put De Bruyne back in. So that were two transfers gone there as well. So I didn't get the eight points. And I, I lost a transfer. Um, but yeah, it, it doesn't matter. It's set up. I'm 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 happy with my side other than the keeper. So I'm looking at Leno to Mendy. Yeah. Uh, first thing, once the transfer is hit on Friday, Leno to Mendy, and that'll trip up there. I've got Mendy, Rudiger, and Aspel quite hurt back with Diaz and Concello. Um, Ford and De Bruyne, Mount Fernandez, Kane. I can't I can't take Harry Kane out. No, he punishes. You sell Harry Kane, he punishes you. You can yeah. never say yeah. to people to take him out, whether in Europe or not. It doesn't matter. He's capable of scoring as many as he wants on any any given day against any team. So it doesn't matter. Uh, Werner sticking with him. I'm looking. I've looked at the same with the uh, City fixtures and Cancelo's price, uh, and I think I'll be cashing in on Cancelo and uh, moving to a striker, which. I'm thinking he's Yotta. I'm toying with a Salah Yotta thing, but mm. I just think Yotta, Yotta's value for money. I know, I know um, Salah's on penalties. Yeah. You can't ignore Liverpool's fixtures. I mean, in against Real Madrid, like, Liverpool is still a, a good side going forward. Mane, Yotta, Salah, they can score against any team. So, yeah, Yotta for me. Uh, low ownership. It'll be interesting to see how high that ownership jumps um, this week. When, we, when we're next on there next week, it'll be interesting to see his ownership percentage because I think there'll be quite a lot a lot of people jumping on him, especially the people that can't afford Salah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. And, um, of course, um, Jota's two goals for Portugal um, yesterday or the day before will certainly cement that uh, thought <laughs> in people's minds and they'll be like, right, yeah. I'm definitely doing it now. Yeah, it keeps yeah. it fresh in the mind, doesn't it? You see Ronaldo yeah. spitting his dummy out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not surprised, though. That's an absolutely ridiculous decision. <laughs> I'm not playing just anymore. It back it's not fair. <laughs> Love it. He's a proper winner, the winner. Yeah. yeah. He just wants to win all the time. He'll be playing when he's 45 still. If you like that guy or in uh, the Chinese league, I think he's 50-odd year old and still Stanley playing. Matthews, he's 50-odd when he was finished playing. Yeah, yeah. Bloody hell, I didn't know that. Didn't you? No. Didn't yeah, didn't that. he play for Blackpool or something until till he was like, yeah, like you said, till he was like nearly 50 or something. Mm. Jesus. You know, back in back the day, they were all smokers and, and drinkers anyway, weren't they? Yeah, I <laughs> think he was like one of the first proper... Probes that was dead healthy and took it serious. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah, that's my plans. Well, um, we're not going to do the uh, ins outs. Obviously, not much happened over the last couple of weeks as regards to dream team. So, we're going to have a look at the best team or the last six game weeks. Throw a few surprises up. Um, 
which players have scored the most points over the last six game weeks. Uh, do you want to go, go through this, James? Do you want to have a, just a run through them? Yeah, sure. Um, so um, in goal, you've got Henderson, which is, which was a big surprise to me, actually. I mean, that, that crept up, that one. Um, mm. He got 42 points in the last six in the last six weeks. Um, Cancelo got 54 points. Maguire got 58. Aspilicueta, 63. Uh, Christensen, 50. <laughs> um, two, two Chelsea boys on there. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Fernandez, 59 points. Mares, 58. Moira, 52 points in the last six game weeks. Bit Crazy. of a surprise there. I, I wasn't expecting that. No, uh, I knew he'd done a done okay, but f- to 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 be matching some of the bigger hitters was a big surprise. Mm, um, yeah. That one slipped past me by. Couple uh, of star mans in there, I think. Must be, yeah. I mean, he has been playing well. Um, I don't think he's been scoring hatfuls or assisting hatfuls, but um, he's he's been ticking along, hasn't he? Yeah, mm. definitely. Yeah. Um, up front, we've got Harry Kane, fifty-six points. Ian Nacho, 60 points. I think most of those came last week. Uh, and Gareth Bale on 60 points. So, yeah, um, it's, cause there's a few things of interest in there. What do you think, guys? Go on, Ben. Yeah, uh, good good players. They've all been really good this month. I'm happy with Ian Nacho being up there. Four, go- four, ga- four games in a row scored now. Yeah. Best of his career, so hopefully and keep it going against his old club at the weekend. There's two big surprises there, which is Hinacho and uh, Mora. Henderson, obviously, nobody were to know that he'd get a really good run in United side. Um, so obviously, it's really low low owned, isn't he? Henderson, yeah. as well as Christensen, there were doubts whether he'd keep his place, so he's still low, lowly owned. And oh, we just said it, Hinacho, like. Yeah, it's one of them. If you've got him in your team before he starts that that uh, spur to goals, well, you're probably just a, it's a dead team. Isn't it? <laughs> and, yeah, you you wouldn't have uh, you wouldn't have jumped on him. So there's some surprises there. Mora, yeah, played well, hasn't he? Mares, <sighs> yeah, yeah. I still want, I still want me telling you to put him in. <laughs> He'll probably stay there till the end of the season now, won't he? But. He's done well to avoid the pet roulette for however long. Uh, Cancelo, uh, main man. Is he third, is he, for most points? Yep. Second? Nice. Where, where was he, Ben? Third, third mate. Second. Third top goal. Third in the top point scores. He's only behind Harry Kane and Fernandez. Yeah. Which is crazy. Crazy amount of points. But, yeah, I think... I mean, I mean, he's been pretty good this year, hasn't he? Be interesting to see if Henderson keeps his place above um, ahead of De Gea. I think at three point seven million, um, United have looked pretty pretty strong. He's obviously picking up some seven plus ratings to get forty two points in the last six weeks. One, I don't know. What, have you heard guys heard anything about that? Whether he's likely to um, stay in ahead of De Gea? It's it's tricky because he's the best keeper at the club. I, I I say that I think he is the best keeper at the club, but Sidigue has been there for so long, and he, and he he is the number one. Yeah, but, but with the job he's done since he's come in, Anderson, 
really you can't drop him. Mm. It'd be very, very harsh to drop him. Yeah. Yeah, um, I agree. It'd be interesting to see how Solskjaer manages that whole situation. Because I, I think there's been, the, the words he said is that he's going to use both of them. But whether that's the right way to go, you, there's a back line, you, you usually like it to be settled, don't you? You, you centre-halves, you probably want the same keeper behind you. I just think, I think United have improved since Henderson's gone in. Yeah, definitely. So what, what do you think, Ben? Yeah, definitely. They've been a lot better in uh, since um, Henderson's been in. Apart from when Leicester comes to town. Yeah, apart from that, but they had <laughs> they had eight clean sheets in the last twelve games, so yeah, been really solid. Yeah, they've only I mean, conceded six goals in that in twelve games, and that three of them goals were in the last match. Yeah, against the Mighty Foxes. That's it. <laughs> I mean, his value. What were Henderson before he came into the team? His values all shot up to three point seven million straight yeah. away. Yeah. Like, is he not like the second most expensive keeper now? Well, I couldn't tell you. He's not, is he? He's like second or third. Martinez is three point four or something like that. I thought that was quite yeah. Good. Well, it is well. I mean, but you consider his price against the amount of clean sheets. Yeah, second, second really highest. Is. He's the same price, same price as Mendy, isn't he? Oh, I can't believe he's jumped up that quick. It's all those um, United fans bringing him in, I suppose. <laughs> well, I it's, all, it's expected points, isn't it? So he's not yeah, expected is, yeah, anything. Yeah. I think he played in all the Europa League group games and they got a lot of clean sheets. So every time he got a clean sheet, he got a rise. So he shot up before yeah, so he got this run in the team. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost a shame that he's that... He's that pricey, really, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it puts me off a little bit because, like you say, we don't know surrounding that whole goalkeeping situation. We don't know whether he's going to be staying in the side. It wouldn't surprise anyone if the next game comes along and to get his back in. Given he's the same price, exactly the same price as Mendy, I, I, I would, I'd be going Mendy. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. The uh, Chelsea defensive train shows no signs of slowing. Yeah. No signs whatsoever. Right. Can we jump off all that and let's uh, get into get stuck into some listeners' questions. Got quite a few to go through. Um FPL told in the hall, Ian, what city assets are an absolute must to have until the end of the season and how many is too many? Go on, James. Well <clears throat> um I, I think I think you've got to keep Kevin De Bruyne. Um he's yeah. He's the he's the one he, he's the one for me that I would say is essential. The yeah, others, Tony. Are, sorry, <laughs> yeah, Tony. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't want to be dropping if you've got him. You don't want to be dropping him. Um, <laughs> not even not even for half a game because you get punished. <laughs> um, you've also got, but you've got to remember that Man City are likely to go far. In, well, they're already gone far quite a long way in all the competitions. They've got to have. They're likely to have more fixtures than any other team, um, so I think you should be having at least three Man City assets in your side. Um, yeah. I mean, I'd be looking if it was me choosing my top three. It would be KDB, Gundogan, and Cancelo. Um, Mares, if you can cope with his blanks. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't think you need. I don't. I think 
keeping a team, a whole team of Man City may not be the way forward in the next few weeks, particularly the defensive assets, because like we said earlier, some of that, they've got some tough fixtures and it doesn't, they don't look like there's that, that many clean sheets in there to me. Yeah. Yep. Well, you got to add to that, Ben, what do you reckon, mate? Yeah, totally agree with the defensive part of the city, but um, yeah, definitely De Bruyne, you've got to have him. He's like your top two, top two midfielders is Bruno, De Bruyne, basically template, but, but if you don't have them, you lose out. Yeah. Um, You've got to have him, and I, at the moment, you know, I'm, I'm loving having Myers in back in my team. <laughs> after me burnt me in the beginning of the season, well, halfway through the season after his actually against Burnley. Hmm. Um, but yeah, um, I love Cancelo, but I just can't put him in yet. I've got, I want, it, I want him on my team, but I can't put him in because of the fixtures. Just, yeah, it's not right for me yet. Yeah, yeah, for me, I mean, touch that same thing. If I were to keep three, because I think three, James is right, but three is probably right. It's De Bruyne, obvious one. I'd probably keep either Gundo or Mares. And then if if I had to, I'd keep Diaz. Just for the mm. price difference between Diaz and Cancelo. Because you're not going to expect many clean sheets. I think taking the value out of Cancelo to put elsewhere will be mm. more worthwhile. If you're going to hold on to a a City uh, defender, it'd be Diaz for me. Yeah, he's the most nailed on defender, isn't he? Yeah, most nailed on, and the price. I think he's a he's one of the cheaper ones, isn't he? He was, but I think um, he might have gone up a bit now in the last week or two. He's still under five. I know Stones is over five. Four point five years. Four point five. You could probably yeah. six million for Cancelo, million and a half. It's big money. Obviously, Cancelo's. One of the best players up game at the minute, but yeah, yeah, City's got a tough run, haven't they? So yeah, yeah. you won't be advertising uh, sticking around with five or six City assets from now till end of the season. To be fair, although they will have the most games, I think they're eleven at the moment. Like you say, with the possibilities of uh, more cup games and European games to come, and there's rearrangements still to be made as well. That's right. a good point. Yeah. <clears throat> Even more than, yeah, yeah. You still see it, it. Just you've got to keep them attacking assets, haven't you? De Bruyne, Gundogan, Mares. Foden's been frustrating. It looks like Aguero's completely out of picture, doesn't it? So, yeah. I mean, what do you think about Sterling, Ben? <laughs> Are we gonna? Uh... Did you see him the other night against San Marino? He was just like, "I'm just gonna score, just gonna score. I'm not passing the ball." He ended up, he ended up getting a dodgy, like, deflected goal, and then they took him off at halftime. Yeah, that's the most dominant I've seen him play for City. He should play like that for City. You know, like well, he was trying last to... season, season before. Well, tonight he was just back to being. Crappy Sterling again. <laughs> yeah, as soon as the opposition's improved a little bit. Don't yeah. know what's going on. Yeah. Don't know what's the, going mighty, on. the mighty Albania. Yeah. 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 I mean, <laughs> the headless chicken. He's back. Right, yeah, that. Uh, right, on to the next question. Connor, uh, his team should be on the screen now. Yep. Yeah. Uh, 
He's got 2.8 million, Spirit Bank. What subs are you recommending he uh, makes? Go on, Ben. You first in this, mate. Yeah. Um, well, obviously, uh, well, Saka looks like he's injured at the moment, doesn't he? Is that right? Yeah. Uh, I can't well, quite think whether he come back last year. Anyway, if I was going to take him out, I'd, I'd take him out and go four, four at the back. Um, yeah. And if you can afford Azpilicueta, if not, then Rudiger. And then if not, Christensen. Depending on the lineups on the first match of the, the weekend. Um, but you've got to get Chelsea assets in there. Get Schmeichel out. He's yeah. only got one game uh, a week. Get Mendy in there. And uh, Giroud. That must have been a one-week punt, I think he said. Yeah, it was uh, yeah. Uh, the last week. Get Giroud out. Salah, Jota, Bamiyang, like I was saying before. Um, and Jesus, just see if Jesus is in the lineup for the weekend. Um, yeah. He's one I'm looking at, get, I'd get rid of. But if he's in the lineup, leave him in. What about yeah. you guys? What do you think? Go on, I James. Think- I think um, I think you've nailed it there, Ben. This is, um, I would. Um, that's exactly what I would do. Yeah, I think it's very light on Chelsea, though, isn't it? Yeah, it scares me a little bit. That <laughs> you've got to be on this Chelsea train. Um, yeah, Saka. He he did come back and played against West Ham in that three-three draw. So he's not injured, but mm. he would be the. Uh, the one for the chopping block for me. He wasn't in the England squad, was he? Well, he pulled out the England squad. That's the only thing, like Rashford right. did. Right. That's probably precautionary, I, yeah. I would guess. Um, yeah, Saka out for one of the uh, Chelsea defenders. Asbel Quetta, Rudiger, Schmeichel for Mendy. And then Giroud for Jota. I think that would tie that team up nicely. You'll double up on the Chelsea back line. Uh, Jota to attack Liverpool's decent fixtures. That'll be my advice. Uh, on to the next. Aman Tatler's been on again. Is there a case of getting rid of Kane after the Newcastle game this weekend as Spurs only have their league games and a League Cup final left? That League Cup final's against City as well, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go on. Who's, who's going to uh, set this up? Ben? Uh, no Kane, no game, mate. Yeah, <laughs> you've got to keep him in surely he's got 30 goal involvements this season Yeah, uh, he's the best scoring player on the game and he, he okay he's only got four games this month but starts with Newcastle and then you've got United at home Everton away Man City in the cup you could maybe half through the month if you've got the transfers do a little dance with him and take him out for a couple of weeks put him back in yeah, but I personally wouldn't. I'd just keep him in because he can score against anyone. Yeah, yeah. Go on, James. Well, I think that's that's. I think that's some um, good advice. I I wouldn't be getting rid of Kane. Um, I mean, you've got to think who would you bring in for him for a start. Um, yeah. If you're playing three up front, I mean, I, I think the for me the top three up front would be Kane, Salah, and Jota. I think. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I, 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 Kane is a star, star man magnet for a start. Yeah. Um. He he hoovers up all of those. I would be keeping him in, unless he get has some dreadful form, which I just can't see. He's consistent. You. That's what you need up front. I would. I wouldn't be looking to drop him myself, unless 
you're massively behind in your mini league and you want to take a real gamble. Mm. Um, but it could seriously backfire on you, I think. Yeah, yeah he's, he's averaging 7.6 points a game. So that's like a goal a game, isn't it? So That's massive. You'd be happy with an eight-pointer every week, wouldn't you? If he just got eight points each weekend. Yeah, you, you can't. Even, even for the teams that have got... Um, like double games with the Europe, Europe, European fixtures. I mean, every every other player usually is a rotation risk. Like, mm. so say City have got the two games this week. Compare Kane to Jesus. Yeah. It, it, who's gonna, like Kane? Kane's got one game. Jesus in two games. One Jesus might not even play both in games. And when yeah. he does, is he going to outscore Harry Kane? Very, very unlikely. I think even with the the um, obviously Spurs lacking a few fixtures, I just no. You can never advise to take Kane out. I think we'd have to close the pod down <laughs> if, we were, <laughs> if we were telling people to take Harry Kane out the team. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> there we go. That's the answer to that one. I think. Hey, Tottenham's got a bit of a hoodoo over City as well, haven't they? Yeah, I mean, you, you could, would it surprise you if Harry Kane scores a couple against City? No, he'll score against anybody. He's that good. He's that good. Yeah. I don't think we have to uh, fiddle around with Kane. Like you say, as, as a punt, I'd be taking punts with, with other players, taking them out. Right, on to the next question. Fergie's apprentice. How do you pull a 41 lead back from your mini league rival who's above you? There's a lot to that because obviously it depends on uh, who you've got, who they've got. But do you want to uh, take this one on, Ben? I'll let James take this one. <laughs> okay. Um, well, it's it's all about the differentials, isn't it? You know, the players that are different to your mini mini league rival. At this stage, 41 points in in the Dream Team format certainly isn't a big amount of points. Um, so you need to be looking at their team and you need to make sure that you have some different players to their team. Um, just make um, just make sure that you're following the fixtures. Um, I mean, I, I like to do it, but if I'm if I'm neck and neck with someone at the top of the top of the, the league, I, I look at their team. You're likely to have a number of similar players. I like mm-hmm. to pick out the weakest players in their lineup and make sure that I've got better options in my team um, that are better than their cheap cheap options. If you know what I mean, those yeah. those players that will they'll get you get you those little extra points every week to to close that gap. Um, yeah. If if the gap's bigger, you can take bigger chances. But forty one points at this stage is not a massive gap. Um, I wouldn't be going too rash with um, differentials. Just make sure you've got your teams are different, and the, the ones that are different to the to your mini league rival are is going to propel you or, or, or eat away at their at that forty one point gap. I would say. Yeah, I think what you're saying is uh, obviously if the guy above you sat there with De Bruyne or Kane, and you have you haven't got one of them, in, <coughs> you need to get them in, cover their big hitters. Yeah. First, yeah. you need to have the big hitters in, cover them, and then, like like James says, hits the nail on the head. Is your your differential players just have slightly better ones? Do you know what I mean if uh, if they've got a Saka 
you get a Mason Mount in. You know what I mean? There you go. That's mm. my weekly plug. Mason Mount. Anything <laughs> <laughs> you see. After he's just scored. <laughs> scored for you. with the Mount every week. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, that kind of thing. It's sound advice from James that you just need to ensure that you've got them couple of players that are just pulling them extra two or three points out each week. Yep. Um, cover the big hitters and and you should you should make that you should be able to make make that uh, deficit up. Yeah, forty one points. It's not too big, is it? I'm um, I'm actually in the same position in my main mini league at the moment. Um, I've won it three years on the trot, so I'm losing you, at the moment. They? You what, mate? I bet they hate you, don't they? Yeah, <laughs> you're not kicking him out. The, um, I'm losing at the moment moment by forty five points. I'm behind second. I'm second at the moment, and the leader Wayne Herbert, who's in our uh, mini league in the GT hey. Tonic mini league, um, he's winning by forty five points. So I'm in the same position at the moment, and I. So, so we have to stop looking at your team, aren't we, mate? We have to stop asking you your opinions. Because Wayne's, <laughs> Wayne's listening; he's just covering all your moves, mate. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So basically, you've got to do exactly what what you just said, James. Um, you've got to go differential. Make sure you've got the big hitters, like you said, Tony. Yeah. But yeah, you've got to go different. Yeah, and all it, all it pays off. Yep. Right, on to uh, the next question. It's coming from main man number one, Andrew Ferguson. Um, good question. Can holding transfers back to get a head start for the following month be more effective than using them all earlier in the month? It's a great shout list. Uh, James, you want to go with that? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah, that can work. And I've been doing that a lot this season, mainly because I've been happy with my team. Um, if it's not broke, don't fix it, as they say. Um, it's nice to have those extra transfers, particularly when everyone else is burnt or through all of theirs. You've got the advantage of um, if there's an injured player, you can get rid of them straight away instead of being stuck with them for a couple of weeks. Um, that being said, you know, don't, if you've got problems in your team, you should be fixing them. Yeah. Um, but, um, I mean, and that, that's, that might sound obvious, but yeah, don't, don't hold back transfers for the sake of it. If you've got an, a, a player that's injured or one that's clearly underperforming, then, then don't, don't, don't hold on to that transfer for t- in that s- scenario. Um, but yeah, I, I like to, I like to always keep a, one or two back if I can. Um, for the and, I, and and then of course if you don't need them that month, then you can get yourself a nice little head start for the uh, following month. So yeah, it's, that's a valid tactic for sure. Yeah, yeah. it's like having a little mini a mini card. Uh, how do you say it? wild card at the uh, start card, of yeah. the next month, isn't it? Yeah. So you've got five trans. If you can hold five transfers back, and then you've got five transfers mm. for the next month. It's like ten ten players you can change. Obviously, if yeah. you're struggling, you will need to change 10 players. But if you're up the top, like Fergie is, um, he he won't need to change 10 players, will he? Well, no. No, that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, it's it's definitely advantageous. If you can keep all them transfers, obviously, I think the last two months in one of my teams, I've been nice and happy with it. And I've got to the end of the month when you're having three transfers left. Mm. And like last week, the week before the uh, international break, you can have a bit of a punt, yeah, and and you can just throw them transfers in and just try and get a bit of a head start. Like, like Ihinacho, putting him in, I'd have never have done that 
on a normal month. But for that one week punt with the transfers left, it, it got me twenty points out of nowhere. Yeah. See, so, I mean, once you're when you're happy with your side, you can you find yourself a you find yourself being able to hold them transfers back a little longer, and it can give you a really good kickstart into the next month, especially when fixtures turn month to month. Yeah. Um, I was just I mean, about to say. I'm just about to say, like this week, Arsenal's fixtures is Liverpool, Slavia, Prague. The picture changes next week. Yeah. You've got Sheffield United, Slavia, Prague, Fulham, Everton, Newcastle, West Brom. It's like yeah. you think, oh, get on that, don't you? So That's it. at the moment, you think, oh, no, I'm not putting Abamyang for Liverpool, but it changes next week. So you can jump ahead of people by keeping transfers back. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It, it can be just as effective. Mm. If not more, sometimes. Yeah, good question. That right, we got a, <laughs> we've got a, a first. Uh, we got a question from Steve Cheek, one of our writers, our bloggers, and he's asked a Sky Fancy Football question. So, so we're gonna uh, we're gonna pass this over to James. Do you move to Chelsea on the West Brom game? As you see, team sheets or is or is rotation still a big danger? Well, um, hmm. so, Tony, I would say uh, cheek, cheek by name, cheek by nature. This is a Dream Team podcast, <laughs> um, not, uh, not a Sky, Sky podcast. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll pass that one to, to Ben. <laughs> Go on then, Ben. You're the resident Sky fantasy football guy. Go on, get, it, get his question answered. Well, you, you're sitting uh, nicely in that league, aren't you? Yeah, I'm in the top 100. Happy days. Yeah, um, I was doing a lot better, but I didn't jump on the uh, the Lingard train last week. Yeah, saved me transfers. Could yeah. could have got me up in the top forty or something if I did that, but never mind. There's always more chances next week. That's it. Um, yeah. So, do you move to Chelsea on the West Brom game as you see the team sheet? Yeah. Um, definitely. Um, you see the team sheet, so. Yeah, I'd be jumping straight on the Chelsea. I'm going to be jumping on the Chelsea train. Um, yep. I haven't got a Chelsea defender in Sky. And um, I'll be taking out one of them. I think I've got um, Dunk, who I had in for a captaincy. Yeah. Um, so I'll be taking him out and I'll probably be putting in Azpilicueta or yeah, Christiansen. Yeah. Um, and how many transfers going into the last two game weeks would I hold back? Um, well, ideally, you try and use one transfer a week because you only got forty transfers up for the whole season. So, I'd say two, two transfers for the for the week, the last two weeks, three yeah. if you can. What do you think, yeah. Tone? I I agree. I'm uh, I'm going to be jumping straight into Chelsea defence. I think you've already got one in. You've got Rudiger. Mm. I'm going to double that up. Um, transfers into the last two game weeks. I mean, yeah, two, three is a decent amount, I guess. Um, you want at least a couple. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be ideal. But yeah, there you go, Steve. You, you've had your uh, question answered. The cheek of it. There'll <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> be a lot of them. A lot of them little puns won't be going around. Anyway, let's jump away from Sky. And let's jump to the Dream Team Tonic Mini League Top 10. Uh, we are going to get ourselves a little bit of music going on for this. 
it might be next season before I get a bit of a jingle for this one. But here we go. In 10th, we've got Wiggy's Wanderers, Sam Winall. In 9th, German Shepherd, Gary Fisher. In 8th, Dodgy Sisters Athletic, James Fricker. Yes, come on. <laughs> In 7th, we've got Scott Harris with Dream Team Professor. 6th, uh, Peter Brown, Holdor FC. 4th, Wayne Herbert. Is that is that your man? Yeah, he's the man who's beating me in the mini league at the minute. Ooh, the villains. The villains. Yeah. There you go. Joint fourth, sorry, with Mick Byron and the Trent Enders. In third, very own, Ben's DT Tonic 11, Ben Lee. Come on! Get in there! <laughs> We've got instruments and all sorts this week. <laughs> in second, the Smoking Guns and Lee Allett. I'm still there at the top. Number one, Andrew Ferguson with Fergie time. 54 points in the lead. Have we, have yeah. we got his post code? Just so we know on the, uh, <laughs> po- the postage costs. International post. <laughs> International post. So there, yeah, there's your top ten. Uh, it's going good. You're, you're in Wales, aren't you, James? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> It might be close to the border, but um... <laughs> well, you can you can uh, take it over for us. Well, you never know. Um, when we come out of lockdown soon, we can have the next fantasy f- football meetup. Um, Andrew came to the last one in Bristol. Um, wouldn't it be great if um, I could present it to him at the next Bristol one, and maybe you guys can come down as well? So yeah, definitely. That would be fantastic. Have a big presentation. Mm. Yeah, that'd be good. Be a good crack, that. I'm sure something will be sorted, won't it? As soon as all this crap's uh, out of the way. From one league to the other. Let's go to the Differential League, which has closed up again this week. Um, selections for last week, or the week before, whichever way you want to look at it. Rafinha for me, got me eight points. Ben, you had ZH, got you five points. The community we had the biggest haul this week with Patrick Bamford, fourteen yeah, points. Too. Great choice, James. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you the community did a. a I also job. picked an Ian Acho as one of the other choices I might like to add. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it could have been even higher, but um, we the the community after a slow start to the season and now closing that gap a little bit. Um, hopefully, yeah, it'll yeah. be a a close run thing to the end of the season. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, what happened with um, Chelsea's lineup on Sunday, the last game? They, they, oh, announced, well, they announced the team and then the nine changes or something. From that was ridiculous. Yeah, shocking. Absolutely shocking that was. I'd, I'd gone through me because they had quite a few transfers held back. Yeah. So they were putting all a Havertz in and whatever. And then luckily you messaged and said, Oh, have you seen what's happened? Mm. So I had to go back through reverse transfer, reverse transfer, reverse transfer. What a drama. James, yeah. you can't reverse, you can't reverse transfers on the Telegraph, can you? No, you can't. And yeah. I, I know that um, Andrew Ferguson made some transfers on the Telegraph, and um, you know, in, it was too late. Um, oh, I mean, I, I looked at the team. I went out, did some gardening. I came back after the deadline, saw your messages um, on the WhatsApp group, and um, I couldn't believe it. So the the person that runs the Chelsea Twitter account had put out completely the wrong team. And they didn't change. It was 15 minutes before they corrected it. 
yeah. mean, there'll be a lot of people looking, right, that's the team. Here's my transfers. Right, I'll do something else for an hour. Um, yeah. I, I imagine there's quite a few people that were burnt by that. Yeah. It's not yeah. good, is it? Ridiculous. Not great. <laughs> Don't we know we play fantasy football? <laughs> <laughs> so the differential league as it stands is Ben at the top with 126 points. Get him! Very, very close in second, Tony, 124 points. And the community, not far behind now, on 110 points. Yeah, 14 points. Close end to the season, I think. Close end to the season. Um, yeah, that's a, a wrap, really. We'll... Uh, if you've not been over to the website and you've not seen the posts regarding um, our plan for next year, obviously we're going to be doing quite a lot of competitions. We're going to have cash mini leagues uh, in, all, in all the formats, uh, FPL, Sun Dream Team, Sky, Fantasy Football. Um, and we're also going to run a team in the Sun Dream Team and FPL. We're going to run a community team. Uh, I've got a lot of work that will have to go on in the summer as regards to like a voted system as to how we do it and stuff. But um, it's definitely going to be happening. So you get over to the website, drop your email in the box and you'll be notified of uh, progress on that and other things. Um, if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, please hit the subscribe button. Um, if you've not been over and check the blogs on the website, we've got James and Ben, uh, co-hosts of this who do their dream team blogs every week. Uh, Spot on, great advice. Follow their teams. We've got uh, Reem and Louis who uh, do the FPL blogs, and we've got a new lad, Max, who's also joined the FPL team. Uh, some great stuff. Some bloody good writers we've got. To be fair, put a lot of effort in. We've got recently uh, the Sky Fantasy Football team with their blogs, and we've got New Boy. We've gone all international. We've got Steve Cheek, <laughs> the cheek of him, asking his <laughs> questions. Uh, we've got him writing for us as well. And um, we do have Mike there, Lonely Mike, doing his uh, fan team blog. Great stuff. If you've not if you've not uh, joined fan team yet, uh, get yourself over there. It's very similar to FPL, but for cash. Yeah. Um, anything you want to add, guys? Yeah, um, we're going to be doing the um, Euro uh, fan team this season, aren't we, as well, for the Euro 2021? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. We'll touch on that in the next few weeks. We'll get, we'll get something together for that. Yeah. Uh, and we'll, we'll get some info across to you guys. Oh, and I've been uh, making a lot of cartoons recently. So if you do fancy selling a new uh, Twitter profile picture, um, yeah, get head to Tony's Tunes. That's on the site. Uh, very cheap, four ninety nine. Happy days. Um, and we will see you next week uh, when the proper football's back. Yeah. Next Monday. Next Monday. <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah, it's been a bit of a bore fest on it this international week. So, all good. So, it's goodbye from me. Goodbye from Ben and James. See you later, chaps. Um, see you later. Goodbye. See you next week. <laughs>